All right, welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun. Hey, hey, how are you doing? Oh, I am doing pretty uh swell. How about you? Doing well. I'm ready to be on vacation from work. <laughs> <laughs> Still working. Yeah. It's allegedly, very allegedly, in the loosest sense, that, like, final week before the end-of-year holidays and in the New Year's. It's just rough. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Uh, anything we should discuss before we get into our main topic? Um... <laughs> I don't know. There's like always a lot flying around these days. Um, I did kind of want to talk about the pop up in Toronto briefly, if you think we have time, but I'm also willing to hold it for another episode. Um, I don't think we will get another episode, so please do. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I'll keep it really short. I mean, I was only in Toronto for the weekend. Basically, it's drivable from Pittsburgh. Um, it's usually about a four and a half, four forty five drive um of course we hit ice on the way up so we didn't even arrive until like 2 a.m because we were driving like 15 miles per hour so that was a fun time but on saturday we got up and went to the store itself it's in this huge mall called eaton center um and the store itself was really nice um they had tons of merch um like some of which i'd never seen before which i don't know if that's me or if I mean, it's obviously me, but <laughs> I just like, even if I constantly gripe about shipping, I thought I kept up with the merch drops, but, but there was old stuff there that I thought was long sold out or, um, you know, things that were only released in Korea. They had a ton of the McDonald's collab merch, um, and it was all on sale, which is funny. So I guess people don't want to be walking around with a mcdonald's crew member t-shirt necessarily um especially when it costs 90 dollars and it's not like your work wear <laughs> so i mean the prices were insane part of it was the conversion between like u.s and canadian dollars i i texted our group chat um but i mean regardless of the conversion it was still just like really expensive and i don't know if it's all of canada just Toronto, just Ontario, but the sales tax is 13%, which seems extremely high to me. Like where I live here, it's six or seven, depending on the county. So, hmm. I mean, take that and double it. Um, but like, yeah, it was just really nice. They had a lot of in the soup stuff. They had a lot of the on, on merch that they were probably going to sell at the concert that, that was not um so that made me sad <laughs> but it was cute it wasn't as much of an experience like when we went to the one in new york correct me if i'm wrong because you have a way better memory than me but they had like a microphone area like i remember kind of like red microphones dangling and they had like a wall with all their faces was there like more interactive stuff because this was truly just like a store I don't remember it being that much. Not that I've seen it like other pop-ups they've had in like Korea or elsewhere. I won't say my expectations were too high because I had a great time and I, I did end up buying 
a bunch of stuff <laughs> though I exhibited great self-control in my own estimation um my mom was like don't you have enough sweatshirts and I'm like but it's BTS army you wouldn't understand that like TikTok sound <laughs> <laughs> but um no I had great self-control but anyway it was like truly a pop-up shop and like they had an I purple you neon sign and like a tiny ton area but there were no like pictures of BTS around um there was some guy in there shopping for his partner and he was saying like Jungkook is her favorite and the staff was like yeah unfortunately all our Jungkook stuff is like sold out and the staff member continued to talk about that and let's just say that I have thoughts and I'll leave it at that because <laughs> I know we're trying to keep it um not not that spicy not many hot takes today but i was just like yes but also like i don't know it's ot7 lip service and i'll truly leave it there um shuga's like poster they had like those premium they're not posters but they're not photo cards they're like that thick cardboard like portrait size you know what i'm talking about um so Shuga's was also sold out. So again, many thoughts, everyone read my brainwaves. But at the same time, it does end at the end of December. And I'm there two days ago. So December 17th. So maybe that's the nature of getting close to the end. But like everything else seemed really well stocked. So I don't know. Um... What did you actually purchase? So I purchased, I have one here. I was wearing it earlier because I was so excited. Oh, I'm so backlit. You can't see. It's an in the soup beanie. It's like peach and woven with the tree. The little tree logo thing. Um, I got an, a purple in the soup long sleeve shirt um, that has the tree like four different ways. And I really didn't think the shirt was going to fit. So the saga continues <laughs> of like shirts miraculously fitting regardless of the size. <laughs> um, because it's not a size I normally wear. But my mom was like, you should get it. It's so cute. Blah, blah, blah. I got um the Suwuzu glass set. So this is going to be my like, oh, darling, the guests are coming over. Get out the good China. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. All my stuff is hand me down, you know, but it is funny because I was asking for like some fancy crate and barrel glasses for Christmas. But now I have my Suwuzu glasses. So like if I get them, I don't mm. know, but they're going to. They're going to get some good use. They're really small, so I think they're, like, predictably for whiskey or something. Or I'm just used to, like, American portion sizes, but it's, like, three sips of water and I'm done. So. <laughs> um, what else did I buy? I think that was it. Got a little, some little gifties for the squad, but that has to remain a secret. Hmm. Um, it was just minor again, because, like, things were very very marked up i was like either they get you with the shipping or they're gonna put it in the price of the item um what else i think that was oh i got a tamachong shirt that was what i never seen before like do you remember that korean box yeah. set like photo shoot they did yeah i think they've done it twice now but anyway there was like a, it's a white shirt with like 
a bonsai type tree and like peach up top and then like blue down below. Um, and then I bought a soul concert tee, which was surprising to see like the regionally branded stuff in the shops. Like, remember how they had like New York and it had the bagel and like the Statue of Liberty. Um, I don't know what era this was from. It might have been Permission to Dance Soul, but it has like Hangul and has like different sites around Korea on the back. So it's really cute. But I realized I bought a completely wrong size of it. So it will fit, but it might be like a Seoul t-shirt dress, but that's okay. Mm. <clears throat> so two shirts. A long sleeve shirt, a glass set, and a beanie. And Pretty I was good. going back and forth on like two sweatshirts and did not purchase either of them. Because that's when my mom was slandering me about having too many <laughs> sweatshirts. And I was like, fine, I guess that's fair. I accept this critique. Mm. so but yeah interesting was this pop-up promoted by hybe or big hit or whoever in any way i wonder go ahead i was gonna say like i know they have pop-ups like we've seen them do pop-ups and they're usually in asia um like in recent years um unless it was like for the concert so i'm just wondering if it's like uh this store purchased merchandise from hybe that hybe like has in some i don't know (laughs) some center somewhere like (laughs) waiting to be sold because they weren't able to purchase it i'm just like how official is it because i was wondering like yeah why you said it seemed more like a store rather than like that pop-up experience, which we've seen in Korea where like you get the store, but you also get like the additional things to take pictures with or like additional like activities to do or whatever. Uh, I mean, so I'm wondering yeah. if it's like any different. I'm not sure. And I'm not sure how like licensing of rights like works in Canada or anything like that. Um, I would say it was very official. Um, like you got photo cards with your purchase all the fir- all the all the stuff was like official hide merchandise like it had that silver sticker but yeah was it like extra stuff that didn't sell that hive was trying to get rid of but they had like high quality in-demand stuff like i think they'd sold out but they had those like fuzzy jackets they had like they had some good good stuff so it wasn't like super picked over or anything even towards the end so does hype just have a little bit extra of everything like camped out in a warehouse and if you pay enough money like you too can can have a shop because i know it was put on by this brand called sukoshi mart and you had to follow sukoshi marts like instagram and i could get like sukoshi mart points if i spent like xyz amount of money right and so like I bet you're right that like Sukoshi Mart bought it from Hybe or they have some agreement with Hybe because it wasn't like the knockoff stuff you find in some stores, which like I've also purchased allegedly, right? It was all like official stuff, but it wasn't, it wasn't like Hybe Insight where they're printing your name on the photo card or anything like that. 
Yeah. So. But like, they are also responsible for the line friends pop ups. Like I saw they're doing one in Montreal. And there might be one, I don't know, in Ottawa, like how we had the like tour bus thing around the US that went around. Like, I think they're doing that in Canada now. And Sukoshi Mart is also putting that on. So I don't know if they're just like partners or like what the deal is. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I had a really great time. I was like sweating profusely. I was kind of stressed. It's like pure adrenaline, even just going to a store. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just no waiting. Chill. I'm just waiting for us in the U.S. to get like an official pop up. We haven't had one in a while since that one that we went to. Exactly, and that's why I think it was a couple, maybe like a month ago at this point. But I was like, yeah, I haven't been to one, and then I was like, false. We went to that one, but it's been like ages, which is why I was so dead set on getting to this toronto one before it closed at the end of december because yeah. i just wanted to go to one and see it so maybe with the expectation yeah. i like hyped it up but it was fun it was official it was a good experience all right i guess not counting the concerts because that was like obviously they had that there in vegas and they had like smaller pop-ups I recall in like New York and LA, but I remember people saying it was like weird and it wasn't like much things in there. And I'm just still wondering like how, I don't want to say official because it wasn't unofficial. Like you were saying, they have the, like the BTS official merch, but like, it's not the same like stuff that you see them doing in like Korea or like other places in Asia. And I'm like, when can we get that over here? Like, can you give me like yeah. a massive in the suit pop up and I get to see the big soupy or whatever the thing's name is <laughs> like exactly can you exactly. give me that there was tons of in the soup merch but no giant soupy um i couldn't remember soupy's name i was like the tree the tree logo the tree. <laughs> <laughs> soupy yeah um yeah yeah i was expecting more like i don't know if interactive is the right word but just like more photo ops i mean I yeah. took a photo with like the neon sign, but like that was pretty much it. But yeah, yeah, because we had that like big backdrop of them. Exactly. Um, I think there was some other thing. Was it the mics hanging or whatever that you were talking it, about? Yeah, yeah. And like I don't know they if had that the dolls officially... in there. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we were officially supposed to take photos with the mics or if that was like part of the store, but we did. So. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, hope so. There, <laughs> there was like less of that, um, maybe because of our previous bad behavior or something. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, it was funny, though, because like going and coming, they're like at the border, like they're like, why are you visiting Canada or like? oh just doing a girls weekend like did you acquire any items and i'm like at the border as like customs and border protection stares into my soul and i'm like just a girls weekend because <laughs> like <laughs> there was this one specific shop i wanted to go to like they don't care but then also like why am i going in the middle of winter to canada which side note every time i've been to canada has been winter i would like to get up <laughs> to canada in the summer <laughs> so <laughs> 
we were in this Thai restaurant and the waiter was like, you guys are wearing such lovely winter sweaters. And I'm like, yeah, because it's cold. And he was wearing a t-shirt. So then I was like, did I just out myself as like a foreigner? And I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm not even from like Tampa. Like I was just like, I'm not good right now. (laughs) They just have a, was that a slight dig on Tampa? No, 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 no. It was not. (laughs) Tampa, do not come for me. I just mean, like, I'm not from somewhere warm. Like, Yes, I get it. There's also snow on the ground here in Pittsburgh, but, like. I just thought it was funny you said Tampa specifically. (laughs) As I stare directly at you. I'm not from Tampa. (laughs) I'm not from anywhere in the South where it's warm, and I would not be adapted to the cold. I am from also a cold place. But yeah, no, they have like a different kind of cold up there. So anyway, tangent over, but it was a fun experience. Um, oh, one other minor tangent. Do you remember? I think it was last week I or the week prior. We were talking about Indigo and I referenced seeing a TikTok about like a brand called Indigo that was like, we we need to minimize negative press or something. It was like a joke when Indigo came out. Um, cause RM's tags were like blowing up their notifications. Mm-hmm. They're actually like a bookstore and like ceramics and like home goods and stationery, like classy stuff like in Canada. So we're like walking through this mall and I was like, Oh, full circle moment. Like mm. even when it's not about them, it's about them. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> final, final story there. <laughs> That's funny. RM's Indigo merch went on sale, and I want that freaking vase so bad, and I keep missing it. I'm like, I probably won't get it at this point because I miss every single sale of it, but it is the cutest vase. It matches my home decor. I'm like, I need this. I really need this. I'd be pay. I'd be willing to pay the stupid shipping for it as well. Like, it's probably like $50 shipping because it's a vase. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, I'd be willing to pay $100 on this vase. <laughs> like give it to me <laughs> i haven't even looked i guess i was like did it drop last week i guess i'm busy with work i think stuff it dropped friday oh, okay i think it was friday night let me look dang that denim shirt the diffuser oh that vase is beautiful usually i don't care like that sounds terrible usually when i see their merch i'm just kind of like like i don't need this right but i'm like looking at this vase and i don't need it but i need it <laughs> like i need that vase please i wish we could set on like notifications Actually, i know i guess i could i follow that one twitter account that tracks like restocks and stuff i follow them too but i feel like they i don't get updates in time let's just say that by the time I see the notification, it's sold out. Like, I went on Global and it was like, everything is in stock except for the vase. I was like, be serious. <laughs> Why are y'all doing this? Oh, Please. my. Oh, my God. Let me turn on notifications for this merch update shop. And I'll be getting everything but the vase. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Lots of other content was released, but I don't think we'll have time to discuss all of it. Now I'm doing it at Rolling Hall, which was an hour long. I didn't get to watch yet because it's an hour long. 
Um, his all day log part two with him working out, which uh, I of course watched immediately. <laughs> that also an hour long, but watched immediately because no, so- <laughs> it's like it's like eight minutes, so I can justify that. Um, but it wasn't just him working out; it was him also hanging out with his friend John, and, like showing him the album, which was cute. Um what else came out i feel like there was a ton of other things tay on that starry night radio show which i think that was kind of last week mm-hmm. um i feel like i'm missing oh my god jen's freaking enlistment video i still have not watched that and not Did- because i wasn't aware i mean i'm aware i just like i'm not emotionally prepared to watch that video <laughs> I didn't cry, but my chest was mad heavy. I'm like, I cannot do this right now. Um, yeah, it was sad. It was sad. I'm glad it was only like two minutes long. Any 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 second longer, I would have just <laughs> started weeping. So, <laughs> yeah, that was rough. I'm sure I'm missing something else too. What's Jimin doing? His hair is like blonde slash orange. What's he getting ready to do? <laughs> like, Also, the Jung Ho Sok performing at Rockin' New Year's Eve. Yeah. Did we talk about that last time? I don't think we did. No, that's like really recent news. My friends are going to, like, New Year's Eve in Times Square. They're from South America, and they're they're flying up for, like, a three-week vacation. And, and they were like, oh, like, you should come with us. And I was like, you could not pay me money to go to Times Square, like, Eve. <laughs> like, no thank you. I'll come, like, a day or two later, whatever. And, um... Now I'm like, what have I done? (laughs) He's like, the logistics are all taken care of. But also, like, I think this is truly my boundary. Like, not even for J-Hope will I go to Rockin' New Year's Eve. (laughs) Like, I love him so damn much. But the prospect of urinating myself... I understand many people like struggle with incontinence and that's fine. But like willfully urinating myself because I can't (laughs) leave and go to the bathroom (laughs) and like knowing me, well, I'll I'll stop myself there for the track because we're not trying to edit, but just like, you know, I'd eat something weird or I'd be experiencing cramps of some sort. Fill in the blank, like something else would happen. I would just be standing there in the freezing cold yeah, that has to be no. <laughs> I refuse. I humbly refuse. There has to be like Hobie Palooza, like times five. You need to get there mad early, Truly. <laughs> and then yeah, you're not moving for like the whole day, which I guess is what you did for like Hobie Palooza, right? But there's so many more people out there, I imagine, than there is for like that concert. It's crazy down there. I guess mm. I'm always like, 
I would rather be cold than hot, but like no. Because Hobie Palooza was in the summer and I was more or less fine. Right? And like there were bathrooms. I, yeah. Yeah, no, because this time you're on concrete and you're in that New York cold. It's a wrap. Like, it's a wrap. No. I'm like, Hobie, I will watch every video. I will, I don't know. I'll be there the day after. We can enjoy that vibe of being in like the same city at the same time for a day or two, but like, no, (laughs) no. I would love to one day get a hotel room down there, but like a hotel room that overlooks the show. I'm pretty sure that's possible. Probably costs Mm. thousands of dollars. So much money. For that one night, but I think that would be a cool way to experience um, Rocket New Year's Eve without having to physically be down there. (laughs) (laughs) I could just peek out over my balcony and see what's going on down there. That's actually genius. I'm trying to save for our future trip, so I will not be booking a hotel room this year. But I've never <laughs> once thought of that. But yeah, that's how you could get me to go to Rocky New Year's Eve. <laughs> Drinking like champagne in a hotel room that overlooks Times Square <laughs> as I laugh at the crowds below. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My champagne taste is showing, but there you have it. <laughs> I think it's cool that he's taking all these opportunities. I saw Namjoon say something about like Hobie's trying to like take over the world essentially. I think it was <laughs> oh, and that P Sig show. That's something that came out this week as well. Um, I think he made some reference to that about Hobie like, you know, trying to take over the world. And I thought that was cute. And I'm like, look at him, he really is. Like <laughs> first Hobie Blues and now this. Imagine how, like, scary or intense that could be to do by yourself. Right. he's doing it anyway. Not that I'm saying, like, the U.S. is the world, because it's not. But, I mean, just, like, (laughs) his um, uh, desire to, like, take on these, like, really big stages, like Mama on his own. Um, So, yeah, I think that's really cool. For sure. Well, if there's nothing else, I'm sure there is, but (laughs) we can leave it there. (laughs) Exactly. We are finally arriving at our long awaited Q&A episode. (laughs) We've been gassing this for weeks, I feel like. You guys, everyone's been asking me. (laughs) No, I'm kidding feel like one of those youtuber influencers <laughs> and you're like no one was asking you but okay. <laughs> exactly <laughs> we had plans to do it in november but it just did not work out um but now the timing's right so let's get into it i'm so excited to answer these questions they really run the gamut from like very serious um to very comical and like very straightforward and very complex like we have everything across the board here i love it yeah thank you for sending in your questions we do appreciate it all right starting from the top what is your go-to song when you're tired or out of energy 
<laughs> not to immediately like pull a cop out answer, but it kind of depends. Like if I'm emotionally tired, it's probably going to be mono or some of the slower tracks or um sometimes even like BTS lo-fi, right? Just like something very chill. Or if I'm trying to like rally, it's going to be like mic drop, <laughs> silver spoon, you know, they're really like upbeat fun songs. So I guess that would be my answer. Hmm. Do you have a non-BTS answer? Oh, was it supposed to be a non-BTS? <laughs> Reading everything in the framing of BTS only. I mean, I, I put down two, both, so I was just asking okay. you if you have <laughs> okay. a non-BTS answer. I was like, wow, did I completely already miss the point of the first question? Like, no thoughts except for Bongtan. Um, yes. Let's see. Um... I'm like a fake cultured person and that I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce his name, but I really enjoy listening to Eric Satie. Um, I don't know if he's classical because he's not that that old. Like, I don't even think he's the 1700s. I think he's 1800s or 1900s, but just like instrumental music. Um, again, if I'm trying to like wind down... Um, another chill song I like is Portland, Maine by Donovan Woods. Um, the Weepies is good. That's like a throwback jam, pretty much their whole discography. If I'm trying to get hyped and get energy, um, trying to rally a lot of reggaeton especially like older reggaeton um or like early 2000s hip hop <laughs> I feel like these are not surprising answers um like imagine a college ox like fratty basement party and that's probably it <laughs> how about you <laughs> Um, I took this purely for like the hype route, like I'm exhausted, so I need the energy. Mm. Um, I didn't really think about like when I'm tired, so I'm trying to chill. I guess if it's I'm tired and I'm trying to really like what I do is I listen to ASMR. I'm just going to be real with you. Like, <laughs> like people that are on TikTok doing those little lives, like that's what I listen to to try to like go to sleep or like on YouTube somewhere. I'm listening to some ASMR artist. Um uh but if it's like some kind of like bts song i'm trying to wind down to kind of similar to you like the lo-fi stuff um the piano god what is their name smyong piano exactly yep um or something chill like singularity or serendipity something like on more on the chill side i think some of Namjoon's songs on his latest album could be good, like chill songs, like Yoon. Yes, um, definitely. But uh, yeah, hype songs. I am trying to turn up twenty four seven usually because I am generally like 
like sad about something and i'm like no i don't want to be sad so i'm like let me turn the f up right now um <laughs> so my turn up songs are like home yeah it's usually home <laughs> or like i don't know one of the ciphers um or like Ook or something like that right mm-hmm. um but i also put for like a non bts song it's called Yippee Yay by Amine, and I'm freaking obsessed with that song. Um, it's very inappropriate, so I won't like say anything <laughs> else other than it, but like it has this intro by Ricky Thompson, um, like popular. Is he an influencer? I'm not sure what you call that, but like you know Ricky if you saw him. Anyway, <laughs> it has this intro by Ricky and it is like the funniest like thing. It's very inspirational in like an inappropriate way. And so I play <laughs> it to like get myself going for the day. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you wake up and you turn this song on? If I'm like on the metro or I'm like in my car and I'm like trying mm-hmm. to go to work and I'm like, dang, work's gonna be like kind of crazy today, I bet. I'm like, yeah, let me put this song on. Like, just go listen to it. You'll know exactly why. <laughs> like, you'll know exactly why. <laughs> you have to go listen to it. Um, but yeah. Like a like um, I'm trying to think a chill, like non-BTS. I don't know about a song specifically, but I'm like an RB head, so like anything like RB, like soul. Um that's probably what I would put on to like chill to. Or just some like other general lo-fi music that's not BTS. Like definitely the lo-fi girl channel is on <laughs> constantly when I'm trying to get work done. So same, same. Yeah, I have a hard time. Like if so, I work from home most of the time. I do sometimes have to go into the office, but I almost always have like lo-fi playing in the background while I'm working, or some classical or like anything instrumental because. If there's words, sometimes it's a vibe, but sometimes I'm, like, way too distracted by the words to, like, focus on the work that I'm supposed to be doing. So, anyway. Yeah, I feel you. feel that. So. It's funny that we're both, like, what kind of way am I tired? <laughs> this <laughs> contains multitudes, like, sad girls pushing through over here. Like, <laughs> Yeah. That's hilarious um yay that was a fun question thank you to whoever submitted it i can't see the names on here was it anonymous um i didn't ask for any names okay so thank you anonymous (laughs) okay the next one is a face reveal so we'll have to do that like outside of this but i feel like we've posted our face before I was just about to say, I think when we were in LA, we did like a series of stories on like our excursion in PTD LA. And there's one in particular, I remember us taking a picture in like a mirror at the at the Airbnb house, right? And it's it, like both of us ready to go to the show. If you go to our Instagram, it's like save there. Like you can find it. <laughs> it's saved there at the top, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I did have the thought of like going through all my selfies for the year and like choosing the best one and we each post like our best selfie but like I 100% do not look like that on the average day right the best selfie is also not like representative as I'm like usually in sweats or like post shower or whatever when we're recording 
we also definitely just saw each other and i had the thought that oh we should take a picture together to post for the face reveal and i completely forgot that's true we saw each other last week and not once was i like you know what we should do (laughs) (laughs) also like no no i'll stop myself there (laughs) just like why didn't we think about like like, you have my JK book. We've talked about this on the track, so I don't think it's weird. Like, why did neither of us think about it? <laughs> you know what? I totally was going to, and my plans got, like, derailed, and I never made it home. Um, oh, that's right. And that's what made me forget, essentially. But I still, even when, like, I was dropping you off, I could have just taken you to my house and gotten the book and then dropped you back off at the Metro, but I did not think about that at all. <laughs> It's kind of funny at this point. I'm just going to see, like, how long does it take for me and JK to be reunited? <laughs> like, an ongoing saga. <laughs> A love story for the ages. <laughs> me and this JK photo book. Um. <laughs> All right. This is a question I am so hyped to hear your answer for. <laughs> I know you are like, I'm going to try to prepare so it doesn't get as unhinged as sometimes, but... I feel like this is this is the question that's gonna get us unhinged. So thank you to whoever asked this question. But also, I see you. Um, it says FMK, the members of the rap line, and for your and my purposes, we determined that it's Fudge Mary Kiss, right? Because we're like, no violence shall be perpetuated. <laughs> is that correct? Yes. <laughs> and because we're trying to keep it PG thirteen, but you all know what the letters mean. But K is definitely kiss. Yeah. <laughs> um. I kind of struggle with this. <laughs> 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 like, it's kind of hard. So I wrote it down, but like, I even looking at it, I'm like, I don't know if I agree with what I put. All right, so. <laughs> I said Fudge and I'm June, Mary Yungi, and Kiss Hobie. What? I am um, shocked. <laughs> You're kissing Hobie? I'll explain. Because he's, okay, which also is like, kind of goes into whatever the next question is, but he is 100% my bias, but we're also like so similar where I feel like if we were in some kind of situationship together, either we would be like really <laughs> we would work really well together or we would get on each other's effing nerves because we would just be so like it it just be so similar like it would be like that spider-man pointing meme and i just feel like (laughs) we might like i don't know like it would either work really well and we would be like the best duo or we would just like want to strangle each other i don't know (laughs) um mary yungi because i just feel like he's like such husband material yeah but i'm also like it could also be the same way with Namjoon. Um, like, I go back and forth with it. I'm not entirely sure with that one. But I'll say that for now. <laughs> Do you have any other explanations or justifications you would like to offer for the good of the order? I don't know. Like... <clears throat> fudging is so strong i mean like i could fudge any one of them i guess like i definitely wouldn't turn any of that down <laughs> that sounds crazy that sounds so crazy you're just being honest you're just being honest i'm being honest like i wouldn't turn 
any down including like the vocal line as well like yeah um can no one ask this but can you do the vocal line too oh dang (laughs) i'm putting you on the spot i know we didn't prep this okay that one's hard i'm going the fourth person in a second category of your choice Uh, can i just shove two into one exactly that's what i was trying to say okay i'm going to i'm going to kiss v and i'm going to kiss jen i'm going to fudge jimin and i think i would marry jk i think jk and i are so like different but that would make it like fun Um. And yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna explain the rest. Of it. <laughs> like I have like, thoughts, but is... <laughs> I'm not gonna explain the rest. You've been air of mystery. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, no, I. <laughs> I'll I'll keep my unhinged thoughts to myself. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Jimin or JK could go either way. Mm. So you're soft on the fudging and the marrying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <To> switch. <laughs> Why did I take a sip of my water right then? <laughs> um. Okay, so here's why I'm so shook. It's because I feel like it's boring, but I went the exact same way. And I thought for sure you would fudge or marry Hobie, given that he's your bias. Or one of them. Right? So I feel like this is not fun for our listeners because I'm also <laughs> I'm also marrying Yugi and I'm kissing Hobie. Well, that's why we're co-hosts. <laughs> I was like, this isn't even exciting now. <laughs> Shared brain cell. Yeah. And it's for like all the reasons you say. Like I quote her so often, I should pay her royalties, but like when Natasha said that like Yungi walks in the spirit of a husband, I <laughs> I felt that in a way. I felt like very few other things. Um, Namjoon would be great for fudging. I've seen people joke that he's like the college guy that got away and like ruined your life. And I think that makes sense. I think I've shared that on the track before. Um, I feel... I've also said this. I feel like we're very similar. Um as well like you were saying about you and Hobie like I joke that I'm dollar store Namjoon or whatever like I I don't know like if he he would be great like emotionally and like mentally but if you want stuff to like get done around the house like he's not your guy <laughs> Yugi's your guy right like <laughs> marriage like namjoon's the guy that's like and i know we said we need to put these tired tropes to rest but like oh the like and no namjoon slander right his house was spotless as we've recently (laughs) seen but like oh like xyz appliance is broken and i don't know why so (laughs) i feel like it would just be 
I don't know, we're too similar. Like our house would be in shambles, but we'd be having these amazing like intellectual conversations. But then at the same time, like I'm like absolutely feral for that man. So he can really only go in the fudge category, you know? I feel like time with him would be like really fun though. Like it would be a fun relationship. Oh, for sure. For sure. But yeah, I would like, mm, never mind. But just like both of us, I think, are missing that like practical aspect that would like make I'm acting as though I'm in some like serious relationship, but like that would make like a long marriage, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It would be funny though, like having to be like, you forgot your glasses again, like Are you gonna come back and get them? Like, <laughs> babe, I I found your passport wedged in the seat of the plane. Like, are you getting that? Or yeah. But like, again, I dropped my passport into the crack. I was driving the car between the crack of the seat and the console. Like as we were pulling up to like the customs thing, I was just saying about Canada. And luckily I like caught it, but I was like, what happens if it's wedged? And I have to like get out of the car and explain to them that like I just had my passport, but now I don't. <laughs> and like that's where I'm like, yeah, we cannot be married. <laughs> like <laughs> someone has to be functional. Like <laughs> that's funny. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. As far as the vocal line, I didn't really think this through, so it was unfair of me to ask you. So this is just like off the cuff um i think i would kiss v and jk i would fudge jin for reasons that have already been established <laughs> and i'm marrying jimin hmm interesting i don't know with jimin like That would be, I'm speaking like, again, so seriously about this. That would also be a marriage that would require a lot of work because I feel like he would need a lot of validation and I feel like he would do like so much or be so thoughtful. I would have to actively try to like be as thoughtful as him. <laughs> so he feels like treasured. I don't know. Yeah. I'm anyway, like, whoever time... he marries, treat him well. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Jimin is like loyal. Like that guy's not cheating. But also, like you said, which I avoided saying, like, this guy is going to be on your head. Like, <laughs> where are if you? You're... What are you doing? <laughs> Have you eaten? Like, <laughs> like constantly. <laughs> and you've got to be responsive to that. Otherwise, it's going to be like, you're neglecting me. <laughs> I think that would be a slippery slope for me, though. <laughs> like, I would get used to that really fast. I, I could be so into that. Uh, yeah i mean jimmy would be like really fun to be with <laughs> it would be great jimmy could also be in the fudge category like i agree with your assessment but i will not elaborate on that at this time exactly just like <laughs> what i'm putting down <laughs> i mean again like you said if the situation to fudge came up with any i wouldn't be like no i'm waiting for jimmy <laughs> exactly what uh I'm a so homie anyway. hopper. <clears throat> <laughs> anyway. 
I must not get stuck here. We must stay focused. <laughs> All right. Next question. This one's tough. I'm still having very conflicted feelings about J-Hope ever since, like, um, ever since, I'm assuming this is ever since, did I read this right? I'm still having very conflicting feelings about J-Hope ever since he liked Crush's post. How are you feeling about it now that a month has passed? So to give context, in case anyone's not aware, um, Crush had that like scandal not too long ago where he um, allegedly like kind of told some fans to piss off. And I mean, he didn't say that, but <laughs> he like um, avoided shaking their hands um, due to reasons we have not concluded. Um, but the fans believed that it was um, an act of discrimination because they were black. Um, and in Crush's apology, Hobie liked the post. Um, and there was some army discourse about that. I thought a lot about this and we didn't like talk about it on the next episode because I was just kind of like, I want to be done with this. Um, I really was upset. I genuinely really, really liked Crush and I feel like this is like kind of soured it for me. I also was reminded of him like doing blackface and that freaking dually thing and that pissed me off again. And so I just like, <laughs> I um, was just like, yeah, I really don't want to think about this. And then in seeing J-Hope liking the post, I'm like conflicted because I get it because that's his friend. Um, and I'm sure he doesn't think that he would ever do anything wrong. Um, so I get it in that aspect, but I'm also kind of like, <sighs> I wasn't excited seeing it. Let me just put it that way. And also having conflicted feelings because there was like some other in additional information that like followed that. And like, I'm not entirely sure if Crush was actually um, trying to discriminate against those fans or if that's just people who are trying to like cape for Crush, like people usually do when an idol does something wrong, like trying to, um, as I said, cape for him and like come up with excuses to excuse his actions. Um, all of it was very strange. It was very strange. Um, and I wish it hadn't happened. So yeah, I just feel very weird about it. <clears throat> I try not to think about it at all. At all. Yeah. It's tough because like J-Hope has since also shared like more I think Instagram stories like tagging crush and various things. There was one like within the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> This kind of ties into, like, our JK conversation with Cutter. I mean, it's different. Um, and that this was more direct. Like, Cutter is more systemic, right? Like, in this case, we have a specific instance to look towards. But I, it's similar in that I have, like, extremely conflicted feelings. Um, yeah, I think you said this, like, or we're, like, hinting at it, like, all we have is, like, this 30-second or 45-second clip, basically, and then the apology, and so, like, 
how are you supposed to take and this is a social media problem in general like how are you supposed to take any clip with no context like all I can see is what's in front of me and what's in front of me looks extremely bad right (laughs) Right, right. especially like given his history so part of me is like wanting to be like empathetic or like give someone like in general give someone the benefit of the doubt but like I also saw what I saw you know what I mean like I I don't know I don't know and like I have conflicted feelings about like I've heard people mentioning that like Jimin um worked with Bobby Chung who is I hope I pronounced his last name correctly but who was just, I think, sentenced to prison for a year on, like, sexual assault charges and, like, sharing um, intimate videos, I think, was the phrase they were using without consent um, or knowledge of the person, like, that the video was being taken, um, which has been an ongoing thing. And, like, some of the people in, like, Namjoon's, like, past... uh, Danyam Hyup, like rap crew, super questionable, questionable backgrounds. Also with like partner violence. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure myriad other issues that are escaping me right now. We talked about that a long time ago. That's in an old episode. Um, and so like at what point? I struggle with this because at what point are BTS responsible for their own behaviors? Like, in the case of JK, that's his own behavior and not, like, a friend. But in these other cases, like, it's a friend's poor behavior, but you're still choosing to associate with that person. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm kind of comparing this to a bunch of past scenarios, but... Yeah, I mean, honestly, I won't even say I'm conflicted. Like, I feel negatively about it. Um... On the one hand, like, Hobie's loyalty is, like, commendable, but, like, should he be being loyal to this person? I don't know. I don't know. It feels bad to me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, like... I don't know if in Crush... I don't know if Crush intentionally did what he he did. Or maybe... Maybe it was intentional. But even if it was unintentional, um, I feel like acknowledging what happened would have been far better than the apology that he gave which was just kind of like skirting around it um like i i don't know i just kind of wish there was more there and like i kind of wish people would stop being like well like like his friend devin morrison like famous artist or whatever it was like i know him like he's a black guy but he's like yeah i know him um like he would never like do anything like this or whatever i'm just like you don't really know him (laughs) like i know i know you're friends with him and you're trying to like cape with him but because he cape for him but because just because he worked with you and you're black does not mean that he can't like discriminate against other people like (laughs) in some other situations so i don't know a lot of it was just all weird right i don't want to think that crush is like necessarily that kind of person but i feel like in this instance it just looked absolutely terrible and i just wish there was more of an apology there and it makes it even more weird knowing that we have hobie who 
does all these things to like show respect to the black community but then you have an instance of like your friend looking a little weird and you're like (laughs) liking the post like i don't know (laughs) like it's just so uh, it was annoying it was annoying i'll say that it was annoying but i'm not gonna like direct my anger for a crush towards hobie i just don't feel like it's productive like i wasn't gonna be like tweeting about how like i don't know however i felt about that or it just was not the time like the focus was on crush so i do also struggle with like mm, to what extent is someone else like responsible for their friend's behavior like it wasn't hobie that did this thing right so people being like, well, Hobie is friends with Crush, like, it's definitely, it's definitely a bad look, but, like, should Hobie's name be tied to Crush's bad behavior, to your point about talking about it, like, I don't know. And people are going to do whatever they think is right. I'm not telling people what to do. This is like a larger philosophical question. Yeah. I mean, it's also like, okay, if you keep associating with someone who constantly is doing things like this um, that are like inappropriate um, in in like any form, right? Mm -hmm. You start looking bad if you're still associating with them. Like, honestly, anybody still trying to associate with Kanye West at this point? Anybody still trying to cape for him and be like, oh, well, he made graduation. Like, I'm sorry, all these fans that are trying to, like, make excuses for him, like, you look really silly right now. Yeah. (laughs) Like, anybody still trying to, like, make excuses for, like, R. Kelly? I'm like, you're kind of deplorable. Um, I don't really, like, want to associate myself with you. So I was like, how many, how many more times does this person have to mess up before you as a supporter say in, like a supporter in any capacity say you know what i can't do this anymore <laughs> like i don't want to be associated with this person because it's gonna make me look bad yeah no i definitely get that and, and not saying that like what happened with crush is like anywhere near kanye west or r kelly's actions because i don't think it is necessarily but just to like make an example like well shoot the guy wearing blackface to me is pretty freaking terrible <laughs> like i don't okay. care yeah also yeah it's pretty freaking no terrible yeah. but there's like a like long historical context with that character and like korean culture and them not thinking that there's anything wrong with it um which is like problematic in itself um but yeah I have a friend who is also an army and and she talks about we have a lot of like very philosophical conversations not specifically about BTS but just about we also work together I think I've talked about her before so just about like various things in life or like things at work but she always talks about like holding two things at the same time or like holding two things in tension Mm -hmm. and I think that being a K-pop fan is very much holding two things in tension at the same time right um it would be a lie to say that like even bts's like personal direct history is not fraught with various painful 
instances, comments, videos, whatever. So it's up to like each individual, I guess, to figure out how they're going to like hold these things in tension. And like, if it's a deal breaker for you, like that's ultimately your deal breaker. Like no one else can tell you that. I think we were kind of talking about this with um, JK's recent cutter thing too. Um, But like, how do you, how do you hold intention? Like all the good they've done, the support they've shown, and then, like, support for people who have literally, like, done blackface, and now we have this video, like, this isn't a first offense, like, that. anyway, that's just something that, like, someone has to, like, decide yeah. for themselves how to hold those things. Yeah. 100%. I also think Crush's, due to Crush's packs actions i think he has the ability to like change and like do better um i don't think he's like a full-blown racist but i think he has like the capacity to do better in the future and like demonstrate that to um his fans but that's going to be 100 percent up to him um, and like you said, it's 100% up to you as an individual to choose whether you still want to support um, anyone at this point. But yeah. That's like, I, I think that's like the hardest question we got because I'm still not fully over it either. <laughs> like I knew talking about it would bring up a lot of like tough emotions and stuff, but. I mean, we're nothing. I'm not honest. Maybe too honest sometimes, but that ties into a different question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not trying to get riled up. There's a lot. There's just, just so much going on with that situation. Oh, I hated being on the internet <laughs> during that time. I really did. Uh, and like, what a shame, too, because I really did like enjoy that song and I was really looking forward to that collaboration. I remember you gassing it up so much. So unfortunate. Yeah. Mm. I mean, do you want to talk about this more? We we definitely can. I don't want to like rush on to the next thing. No, not do really. You, you want to say about it? Not really. Yeah. I mean, we make our choices about who we want to support. Like, I might be like, right now, I do not want to have anything to do with Crush, but in the future, at some point, I might start listening to him again. Because obviously I did, after that freaking blackface thing, um, which is crazy, but I did at some point start listening to him again. Um, so, I don't know. I could, in the future, like uh set aside my feelings for that but i know there's other artists who have done things that i'm like i don't care about this artist anymore and i don't have any intention um to listen to them again so it really is like all up to you it's up to the individual to decide what it is that you want to do related to that artist there's like no real rhyme or reason why you make those decisions this also kind of ties into the larger we don't have fully have time to go into this, so I guess I'll kind of, like, cut myself short here, but, like, the this is, like, a raging 
debate or conversation that I feel like a lot of people are having right now about um like the art versus the artist right mm-hmm. um I'm just thinking about like JK Rowling and all her turf comments but like people still love Harry Potter as a work and have like taken that work away from uh you know like her purview basically or they kind of like view it as separate from her and like many people are still active in the fandom um and have chosen to like ignore her comments and like more recent work and then you have like you were just saying with Kanye and graduation like how can you really separate it um and I'm not I honestly after the like first handful of things I'm just like Kanye cannot like keep up with this right um so I don't even fully know but just I don't personally (laughs) I don't know I I waver on this I don't know if you can but again everyone's gonna choose how to like interact with art how they want to or don't want to yeah I'll stop myself there it's definitely true This next one is quite long. Do you want me to read it? Do you want to read it? Uh, You go ahead. Okay. So we talked about this a bit, but I'm excited to hear you fully discuss. Um, Whoever this was wrote, I have a few questions, one with multiple parts. Um, So I guess I'll read the f- question one has two parts, as it says. And then there's a second question. So, which members are you most similar to, and which members are you most different from, and who do you think you would get along with best? Part two of this question is, do you like your biases because they are most similar to you, or because they are most different from you, i.e., you are most drawn, (laughs) I'm trying to, like, see around my mic, you are most drawn to the similarities or to aspects of the personalities that are different from how you are but maybe you aspire to be a bit more like that for example Jen might inspire me to overthink less or Hobie might inspire me to be more positive etc so I guess who are you most similar to who are you most different to and who do you think you'd get along with best to kick it off and then we'll jump into part two uh all right I already said I was most similar to Hobie Mm -hmm. um I said I was most different from Jen or Jungkook. And I said that I think I would get along best with Jimin. Hobie. I was like, maybe RM or Jungkook. <laughs> really running the gamut here. <laughs> <laughs> but, Can you offer your rationale as to why? For each um, of okay, Hobie, like, because we just do things and I'm like god I would do that exact same thing or like I would say that exact same thing I always say that he is like just like the happier version of me but now after this <laughs> album that came out I'm not quite tight like I'm not entirely sure if that is the case anymore um we might be on the same wavelength um he is how I feel like I um portrayed myself before I was like scorned and burned by uh the world in like grade school um <laughs> so i was once a happier person <laughs> some deep-seated <laughs> childhood trauma to unpack but exactly. i feel that yeah um so yeah now i'm just a cynic but anyway um <laughs> <laughs> but i definitely feel like he has like 
a more darker side to him that I feel like I can understand and like relate to. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like a lot of the things he does are just like very similar. Um, for uh, let's see, most different. I said Jenner JK. I think I've said this before, like, I cannot read Jen, like, in any capacity. Um, yeah, I just feel like we're just, like, just very, very different people. Um, same with JK. Not that I can't read JK, but JK just likes to do things that I just would never even consider, like, jumping out of airplanes and stuff. <laughs> or, like, bungee jumping, and I just have, like, zero thoughts about that. Like, I have no <laughs> desire to do anything like that. <laughs> I was gonna say zero thoughts is not opposition, but you're actively opposed. <laughs> yeah, no, I like no, I don't want to do that. Let me be firm in saying that, like, I do not <laughs> want to skydive. Um, maybe in like that little tube. I think that's really safe. You know, like an indoor skydiving. I think that's really safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the um possibilities of me dying while skydiving <laughs> deters me from actually doing it but jk's like live on the edge you only live once um i admire him for that um he probably could convince me to do it somehow <laughs> but i probably would be like screaming the entire time circling back on our fudging conversation like exactly turning that down if it's on the table you're like yeah one could be convinced but that's why <laughs> i said like is able to hang out with jk <laughs> i guess i'll go skydiving that's why i said like a marriage with jk could be like interesting because he could get <laughs> me to do things that i would not like want to do at all um also he's one to kill bugs and like my one criteria in a man is <laughs> can you kill bugs for me um and like that's it like that's like the <laughs> the bars in hell so you're really sol with Kobe. <laughs> like, exactly you see had to come in and save so him. i'm saying the way he gets up and he just screams i'm like see no we couldn't do this because we can't both be screaming who's gonna kill the bug <laughs> <laughs> like it's not gonna work <laughs> This is kind of like what I was alluding to with Namjoon 2 and the drop passports. Like, we need different complementary skills. You know right. what I mean? Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I need you to keep track of the passports, so if I drop mine, we're still good. 100%. <laughs> I need you to kill the bug, because yeah. I will not be doing that. Like, I can talk JK out of doing something absolutely insane, <laughs> and he can, like, help me get out of my shell more. Like, it complements each other, right? It works. Um... What was the... Okay, so you said most similar to, most different from. Who do you think you would get along with? Okay, get along with Jimin. I just feel like that would be my dog. Like I feel like we would get into some stuff. Like That would be my partner in crime. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like we would get along well. Really well. Um, yeah, I just feel like we would mesh. I don't <laughs> really know how to explain why. absolutely getting up to no good. Yeah. I can envision it perfectly. 100%. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't explain it but also yeah i can see it completely yeah exactly also the two of you show up like absolutely dressed to the nines and i'm there like these are the jeans i wore yesterday yeah chelsea <laughs> like, boot besties yeah exactly you can hear us coming from a mile away <laughs> click clacking down the hallway <laughs> material girl <laughs> <laughs> literally 
<laughs> okay, so do you want to jump into part two or do you want me to answer this? Um, you answer this one and then we okay. can come back to part two. Um, I already said I think I'm most similar to RM. Um, I also, interestingly, knowing that V's an INFP and like he keeps his circle tight, I think I'm pretty similar to V as well. Um, also the three of us have that like earth sign situation, love of luxury, art, etc. going on. So I see that. Um, which interestingly, like V is also, er, V, uh, JK is also an earth sign, but he's just a different type of earth sign. I can't explain it. He's on some other wavelength. (laughs) (laughs) See, see prior conversation on Adrenaline Junkie. Um, although, you know, Guy also loves art and is great at art. I should not typecast JK. He's wearing his art on his body. Um, he's great at drawing. Can so you imagine know. just being like, dang, I wish I had this painting. And then Guy goes over there and paints it in like 30 minutes. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> The level of complex I would have would be absolutely off the charts. You're always roasting me for being competitive about dumb shit. Like, JK making a painting in three minutes would absolutely trigger me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been on the, like, going on nature walks, slash forest bathing, slash, like, visiting art museums, coffee shop nonsense, long before it was called Nam Juning, so I just like I would kill to spend one day with that guy, not even in the like fudge Mary kill sense, but just like can we go to a cafe and like walk around and just like anyway <laughs> we must stay focused um, <laughs> yeah, so I think V and RM I'm probably most similar to um I can't, I don't know, which members am I most different from? I, this is maybe getting into the next section. I adore Jimin. I think we are really different. Like, in fact, as we were joking before in the Fudge Mary Kill thing, I would feel better having him blowing up my DMs. Because if he's like out and about, maybe I'm exposing myself on the track. And has, like, a huge squad or, like, flirting with tons of people. I'm going to feel, like, really insecure, right? Like, he seems very extroverted and, like, social butterfly vibes. Like, all the memes about, like, Jim and collecting men, right? Like, I just, like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, at some point, I might be like, I have to go home and be at my house. Like, you can stay out, but, like, I, I need to go home. Um... But Jimin is so, like, sensitive to people's emotions, he might be able to compensate for that, but I think it might be, like, a, like I was saying with, like, the constant texting, it would be, like, a balancing act, because I don't think we're naturally, like, super similar. Mm-hmm. Um, even in a friendship, I just don't know. My explanation was kind of sounding like a romantic relationship, but even in friendship, like, I don't care so much about, like, the slick talking, like, it's cool or whatever, but, like, can we go deep? Can we, like, have these intense conversations? Like, are we making time for each other? I think Jimin could do that, but he also would have a lot of other constraints on his time. So, like, in this hypothetical friendship, is he, like, 
making time together a priority. Mm. I don't know. Maybe he would. I mean, he flew to Chicago just to watch Hobie, but I could see it being like naturally different. Also, we've talked about this and I need to like slow my roll, but like, do not wake me up from slumber. It is like unforgivable. <laughs> like, honestly, Jen, like holding two things in tension in a superficial sense, like, do not immediately wake up and start playing the piano. Like, I know Jin's a considerate guy. We saw it in his promotions, but he's kind of chaotic. And, like, <laughs> the Sagittarius energy of, like, truly never knowing what's coming next, I think that would really, like, wear me out. Like, I need peace and quiet. I need... I don't like loud noises suddenly, which is ironic given all the sirens of last week, but, like, I was so stressed when I came home. <laughs> right? Like, I just... I need peace and quiet and, like, Jin screaming playing video games. <laughs> or playing piano at the ass crack of dawn like i just don't know he seems so fun he seems so fun but that might be a friendship where like boundaries about how much time we spend together would have to be established yeah um, yeah i love him <laughs> like i hope no one takes this the wrong way I love him, and I think he's cool. Do I think our personalities are, like, a natural match? Absolutely not. But I same thing with mean. Jimin, as I was just saying. Yeah, I get what you mean. Um, okay. So, as far as our biases, this is part two of this first question. <laughs> 1A, we just answered. We're now on 1B. Um, do you like your biases because they are most similar to you, or because they are most different from you and do you aspire to aspects of their personality um that are different from your own or are you drawn to the similarities um i think soap is a perfect example of both <laughs> because hobie is definitely very similar to me in certain aspects um or in just certain things that we do like we just talked about that freaking bugs thing or him getting on those roller coasters and just like the life leaving him it's very much me um his like his passion for fashion his uh <laughs> his like I don't know why, that's so funny to me that that. his attention to detail and like the way he did this whole like jack-in-the-box rollout i'm like this is something that i 100 percent would do or like i don't know the way he like told the story and stuff like that i'm just like yeah this is very this is very me i also would do the same thing um yeah, so just like he's just very, very similar in those aspects, like his ability to um, like, this sounds like I'm gassing myself up, but like once he's like really <laughs> focused on something, like he's going to like put his all into it and he's going to like excel at it to the point where it's like this guy at at some point can like accomplish anything and i'm not saying that i'm necessarily like oh i can't accomplish anything i do get that vibe <laughs> from you though i well, definitely get like boss babe energy once i put my mind to something like i'm trying to be like top tier at it and i feel like we're very similar in that aspect um so yeah definitely feeling very similar to hobi um Yungi, on the other hand i feel like we definitely differ just in like the way that we the way that we think about things um his ability to just like acquire this like random knowledge 
And then they'd be able to just like spout it off about anything <laughs> like <laughs> decor, design, alcohol. It could just be like any like little random fact. Like this guy's a little encyclopedia. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like his. How do I explain it? Sarcasm, maybe? Or like. He's kind of snarky sometimes. <laughs> the word snark immediately <laughs> popped into my head. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like he's, he's definitely different from me, but his differences are very attractive. So, yeah. I'm thinking about it sitting here and I'm sure like the astrology girlies, girlies being gender neutral here are like going wild because it would be curious to know like, astrological compatibility like i'm thinking a lot about myers-briggs as well um but yeah it is interesting um yeah i feel like it's complicated <laughs> like three biases pick a bias um i think i'm extremely similar to namjoon and i feel attracted to that similarity because I feel like there's an inherent or like an innate understanding there. Like when he offers an explanation for something, it like immediately makes sense to me or he'll like make a joke and I'm on board with it, except for like the most recent precious eyes thing. But this isn't about that. Not on board with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think like extremely similar to Namjoon. Um, I guess there is a slight difference there if you think like ENFP versus INFP. I get like um, maybe he has a little bit of like an extroverted ego that I don't have. Like he has more of a drive possibly like I must share this art with the world. Like obviously we make a podcast and like I hope that people listen to it, but it's more like I don't know, internally focused, like, because we want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't feel that I necessarily have, like, a huge message or, like, a mission, you know? Um, Not to compare our podcast with, like, June's innate body of work, because that also feels audacious, <laughs> but um, I don't know if that makes sense. Um, As far as Yoongi, I don't feel that similar to Yoongi. I think that this is a case of he has what I lack, like see prior conversation about like tangible skills, right? Mm -hmm. Um, in real life, my best friend is also a Pisces. One of my other best friends is like a cancer, so I don't know if it's water sign energy, what, but I do feel like we would vibe on some level. Like we are compatible because we are not the same, because he has a lot of these traits. Um yeah. like it's more complimentary there. Mm. I think given what you said about Yoongi Snark like he could definitely hurt my feelings <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> probably Jimin too he has a little bit of a sassy side which I love but like those guys could hurt my feelings I don't feel like June would ever intentionally like hurt someone um 
I don't think Jimin or Yugi would do it maliciously, but they might just say something they think is funny <laughs> that hurts my feelings. Um, I'm trying to think. For me, like, who my biases were, and we've talked about this aspect before, I don't know if it was tangible, like, or, like, coherent or concrete. Like, oh, this person is similar to me. This person is different than me. Like, maybe we do see some piece of ourself in our biases. I think we've talked about that. But at the same time, like, I was so in awe of, like, Jimin's dancing. And then the way he talked about his members was such, like, it was, like, he has all that talent and then a good personality. Like, I'm weak right like he was talking about like would you rather be next to someone who's flawlessly perfect or someone who's gonna work hard beside you and I was like damn like punch the knife in and then twist it you know like straight to the heart um with RM it was like seeing how his brain worked and like the thought he put into different things um and with Yugi, it was when he came on and played guitar, like, right before his surgery. So I think in all those instances, it's like seeing the care that they had for the people around them and the care they had for their work and the care that they exhibited towards the fans that just, like, snatched me up. But, like, they all care about the fans and they're all dedicated to the work. So I don't know if that's a fair assertion or something about the way in which that was demonstrated to me that just, like cemented their status as my biases because obviously the others are also like fully sweet with fans and like fully on board yeah i don't think i like i didn't have any thoughts about like their similarities or differences from me until someone i feel like we may have mentioned it before on the podcast like someone said that like your bias is someone who's like really similar to you and that your bias record is someone who's like total opposite and there was something else related to it and i had like no thoughts about that until i read it and then of course when we were talking about this like um mbti stuff like i i didn't like pick it like you were saying i did not pick the bias because i was like yes kobe is exactly like me like <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's not that's not that was not my thought process at all I do think, though, like, each of the members, not just my biases, like, there are things I see in them that inspire me, right? Right. I mean, ideally, we're all OT7, as we were talking about before, but, like, Jin definitely, like, I would love to live with the level of Jin's confidence and, like, even, like, creating chaos because you feel like creating chaos, right? <laughs> like, that's bold. That's freaking bold. Like, go for it, you know? Like, I agree, like, you talking about Hobie's positivity, which again, the new album is kind of like, well, there's more than meets the eye here, right? Um, like Yoongi's intensity, like he's the OG fanboy, as you were just talking about. Like he knows a lot about what he likes. And like, I mean, I could keep going. Every single member has something that like, I'm like, I see that. I'm in awe of that. I would love to emulate that behavior, but actually like putting it into action, like Jin's unwavering confidence. Sorry. Like I'm still working on that. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So the next question is more lighthearted, but who knows? We'll find a way to make it like <laughs> intense. Um, would you rather have five Jungkooks or a five-year-old Jungkook? <laughs> I know this question was like circulating around like a while ago, but I'm just like, what logic like genuinely justifies either answer? 
Like, <laughs> like there's no real rhyme or reason to say I'd rather have a five-year-old jungle gore. I'd rather have five of them. Yeah. Um, I decided that I'd <laughs> rather have five jungkooks because I'm like, even though I, um, I like children, I have no idea what JK was like as a child. And so I'd rather not deal with like a five-year-old that could be an absolute menace. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. So five jungkooks would be absolutely chaotic though. So I don't know how that will go, <laughs> but my complex is off the charts. Yeah, no, I would rather have five Jungkooks as well. Cause at least they're like, again, boring for pod listeners. Cause like, we're not fighting about what the correct answer, correct answer is. Um, but yeah, at least five Jungkooks are like self-sustaining. Like he has <laughs> managed to stay alive and like maybe his clothes are on the dining room table. Like we have to open our mind as Namjoon said. It's not really a dining table. It's a laundry station. Like, I don't know. Five-year-old Jungkook, like imagine how much energy Jungkook has now. Like, <laughs> feel my like deep sigh emanating from my body. Like God bless his mother. Like, he, he left for Superstar K at age 13, and she was like, I have not sat down in 13 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, man, I want a child so bad. Like, I get baby fever so bad, right? And then, like, I'm around a child for, I don't know, 30 <laughs> minutes, and I'm like, hmm. Don't, I don't need this right now. So, <laughs> like, this can wait. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I mean on the other side maybe he was the kid that was very self-sustaining and he's like drawing or like listening to music or whatever he could have been an absolute angel yeah somehow i don't get that vibe though <laughs> and i think we're on the <laughs> same page about the vibe that we're getting <sighs> also they left us a little note just flagging thanks as always thanks for putting out the podcast so thank you to whoever <laughs> left that for listening yes <laughs> This question is the source of a lot of my existential angst, so I might have to like deflect <laughs> as we were just saying. Um, but it says, What are your IRL jobs? What slash where do you want to be in five years professionally? I'll let you go first so I can mentally and emotionally prepare myself. I didn't know how much of this I wanted to actually share on the podcast, but I think I've said before that I work for the government. Um, so I will say that I work for the government. Um, I'm a program manager and I'm going to leave it at that. Um, and what do I want to do in five years? I've been thinking about this a lot these days. Um, and I'm feeling more confident about it. Um, recently I really want to go back to school and I would love to study industrial and organizational psychology. Um, I feel like it is a good blend of the things that I would like to achieve. Um, I also would like to go to school at some point to get my PhD in like sociology. Whoa. I'm like really um, invested in like psychology, sociology, culture, the way people think, the way people behave. Um, so I would like to do something in that arena. Um, so yeah, it would be nice to be a professional in um, that area somewhere along like 
um, organizational development, um, yeah, things like that. That's what I would like to be doing in five years. That's so cool. You have such an articulate answer. Um, <laughs> I knew you had been thinking about grad school, but we haven't talked about it in a minute. So it's crazy how much your plans have solidified. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm like, I need to get my shit together. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been thinking about it a lot. What do I really want to do? Really, I want to like, actually, there's so many things that I want to do, but like, that seems like the more safer route. Like, I want to do like stuff like, hmm, I want to be an esthetician and I want to do people's eyelashes and like their makeup. But like, okay, I could do that, but that's not like, that's totally left field for what I'm doing right now. Or I'm like, I want to open up a coffee shop with a bookstore and a flower shop all in one. Um, Wait, that sounds amazing. Do you need like an investor? Can we go in on this together? <laughs> hey, I could make that my side gig. I definitely would do it. Um, yeah, there's like a lot of things that I would like to do, but I've been telling myself that I can have a career in something, but also still pursue my passions outside of it. So like I like to act in high school. I don't have to be an actor to like fulfill my acting dreams i could like join some like local theater production and be an actress or i could do whatever it is that i want to do right like mm -hmm. there's time there's time to do these things but i just need to know what it is that i need to do and i need to like make some plan to get there <laughs> so that's what i'm trying to do with my life right now <laughs> that's awesome oh that's so exciting yeah, so my job, I work in the private sector, so that means that I work for just a normal company, I guess you could say. Um, I'm in the government affairs and sustainability space, which is why it's under the umbrella of, like, larger external affairs. So that's also, like, comms. That's also, like, strategy and policy. It encapsulates a lot of different areas. Um, I think it's a good fit for like what I studied in school um because I I have both like an internationally focused degree um and then also a business degree and I focused on um strategy and operations and I got um a certificate as well um in sustainability and so my international degree was more like policy and politics focused economic development etc um so a lot of my past work has been in like nonprofits or um like education whatever um different startups so uh the job I'm in and I'm not going to say too much about it um just because my coworkers do know about the existence of this podcast um I think I'm kind of questioning where I want to be in five years. I would say before the pandemic, I was always the person with like a five-year plan and I love planners. And I mean, I don't have like aesthetic handwriting and I'm not making layouts, but like planners with like bullet journals or like goal setting features. Like I've always been into that. Um, but I guess the short answer is that I'm not really sure where I want to be in five years right now. So I kind of have to like get get my professional life sorted and figure out what's next. So 
Um, the last couple of years have had like a lot of upheaval just with the pandemic, like moving, um, my health issues earlier in the year. So I've kind of been focusing a lot on like the personal side of my life. Um, like you were saying, getting fulfillment from other areas, um, which I think is a perfectly valid thing to do. Right. I think a lot of people of our generation, maybe not so much Gen Z, but definitely of the millennial generation were like, find your dream job, like the one thing it is that you want to do in life. And I see all these TikToks nowadays that are like, I do not dream of labor. And I think that's really valid, right? Like the pressure to find a dream job when so many people are working to pay the bills or working to pay any number of like obligations that they have is, I think it's more practical. And I think it's like, safer so you don't pin so much of your identity on work Mm -hmm. um but anyway this is a tangent for a different time so I work in corporate affairs and sustainability um there's parts of it I really love and parts of it that are immensely frustrating which I think is also quite normal um but yeah I don't know where I'm gonna be in five years (laughs) yeah The longer I work, the more I dream of being a trophy wife. Seriously? (laughs) That sounds terrible. (laughs) I was a TA many moons ago. I was a TA for a women power and politics class. And now I sit and I watch TikToks that are like, who are the women out in Whole Foods with a giant ring on their finger? I'm like, let the man do the corrupt work (laughs) of like working. Let me just like be home all day and watch BTS. Exactly. Alas. (laughs) I'm not really trophy wife material, so here we are. Setting aside feminism for at least five minutes of my day so I can dream about being a trophy wife. War of Hormone taught me about setting my feminism to the side for a minute, so little did I know the life lessons that that would serve me. (laughs) Anyway, maybe it's feminist of us in having that choice and not being forced to do it. True. True. If I choose the trophy wife lifestyle, (laughs) it's not a feminist choice that I've made. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm like, BTS says you don't have to have a dream, but I'm like, I have dreams. I just have too many. (laughs) Yeah. I want to do too many things. But what I do know is that I want to be like happy in my job, right? I don't want to like be miserable somewhere just so that I can keep the lights on and put food on the table i'd much rather like find some job doing something that i enjoy and i Mm -hmm. feel like i'm actually in that space at this very moment so i would like to like continue pursuing it um so i'm like actually excited about working which i haven't been in a while that's awesome no that's awesome may you continue down this path that's interesting and and fulfilling we're gonna get there julie it's like when you were talking about hobie i see that you have this trait when i was talking about boss bitch and like also yungi i think i said boss babe because i was trying to censor myself but (laughs) whoops (laughs) but like i think i struggle with like knowing the path to get to a place so if anyone has advice or like career development book recs on like I see people who I view as like super agentic and like they know like if I do X then Y will happen but I don't always see like if I do X like Y might not happen or like maybe this is the strategic thinking but like here's all the obstacles in my way. So if people have like 
different advice or views on that like very open to receiving it but please be nice to me (laughs) i mean i had several like mental breakdowns to get to the point where i'm at so like this is not like an easy journey (laughs) i don't think there's any like real like rhyme or reason I'm like, um, let's set a goal and see if it works. Like, let's <laughs> set some goals and see if it works. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a very healthy outlook. <laughs> that's very good. Um, yeah, there's a lot there, but open to Rex. Um, the next question really, like, warms my heart. If we're done here, I don't want to jump ahead if we have more to say. I don't want to rush into the next thing. Go ahead. Um, This one is quite cute. The person asked, you both seem very close to your family's proximity and emotionally. What has been, <laughs> I guess this part is less cute and also very honest. Um, What has been their attitude towards the podcast? How has it changed as the podcast has grown? Um, I've realized in reading this question that I have like, done my hardest to gatekeep this podcast from like anyone in my life pretty much (laughs) for the most part so like my mom knows I have the podcast but I'm not sure if too many other people outside of like friends and like one co-worker knows that I have this podcast um I don't like tell my family about it I don't really like talk about it I didn't even want to tell the co-worker that I told about it but she kept Mm -hmm. like pressing upon me like doing things with her and I'm like how do I explain to her that like I can't hang out with you after work because I need to go edit my podcast (laughs) (laughs) like the easy way is just to say I have a podcast (laughs) so she's like why do you have a doctor's appointment every single effing Wednesday (laughs) (laughs) like yeah. Right? Like, sorry, I can't have fun at 9 p.m. because I have things to do. Like, I need to be home. Like, we can go get dinner. <laughs> we can do something reasonable afterward. But yeah, sorry. Um, The middle of the night is reserved for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, my mom knows that I have this podcast. She has listened to it before. Um she's enjoyed it but she hasn't like said too much about the podcast like otherwise um i think that also has to do with her like not necessarily wanting to hear us chat about bts all the time because she's like she just doesn't how do I explain it? She doesn't consume BTS content in the way that she consumes other groups content, even though she's like, I like listening to BTS, but she's not really like watching their content like that. So I don't think mm. she's like trying to listen to us talk like for hours about like Namjoon working out or something like that. So, <laughs> so yeah. 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 My whole family knows I think I recruited them in an effort to boost our, like, Insta following. So, like, if you're um, listening and don't follow the pod, please follow us on Instagram <laughs> so I don't have to recruit all of my far-flung relatives <laughs> to, like, follow our account. Um, my parents have always been extremely supportive. I'm, like, so grateful to them. Um, I think, like... 
there were definitely moments like especially and this is like very honest but there were especially moments when I was like having a tough time at work and like looking for other things and I'm just gonna keep it general um where they were like could you have a better use of your time but like that is more or less simmered down um I guess as it's taken off more and they see that it makes me happy and like that's pretty much it um yeah I mean there were definitely times when they were like are there other things you could be doing that would be like more valuable but also like all of my family members more or less have a hobby so I think they've kind of just framed it as like this happens to be my hobby um they don't necessarily get it like I don't think any of them are like listening to it but they're like following they hype it up like it was actually my brother who suggested that we start posting weekly I mean we probably would have arrived to that without him saying that right like because <laughs> he's not involved but just he was talking about shows he was listening to and like during the height of the pandemic like people wanting a lot of content and so I think that just like coincided with like we we're already trying to be more consistent but like him sharing his experience like directly impacted this um what else um yeah they don't really comment on it it's I don't know I'm kind of selective about it like I have told a lot of friends like you were saying you kept it secret for the longest time I was keeping it kind of under wraps and I'm more open about it now. And it's led to some really great connections or like unexpected people I didn't know were like K-pop fans or K-pop fan adjacent. Like even if they don't listen to it all of the time, I just think like showing up authentically as yourself or in your interests in ways that are obviously safe, right? There's some identity, like, you know, whatever. If you feel comfortable with it, like, um, I think it can like really enrich relationships. I will say that I wish I had not told my coworkers that I had a pod. Um, it was definitely at a happy hour and some alcohol may have been imbibed. Um, <laughs> that was lowering my nervousness about talking about it. It's not that any of them have been weird. Like they've all been kind and supportive, but like if there's any remotely related like initiative at work, like I've had to like leave some conversations <laughs> cause they're like, um, well, you know, like, oh, could you, could you edit this? Or like, well, do you have advice about X, Y, Z? And I'm like, first of all, like I podcast, but like, are we not struggling every week with the tech or like, <laughs> you know, the microphones or something? Like, I don't feel like an authority on any of these things, but there are people at work, like, especially like C-suite executives that I might know that I like, don't want them to know me in that way and it's not that I'm embarrassed because like people do know I just I think sometimes you're like a k-pop fan and nothing else like people reduce you to like one label right 100% and so I don't want it to be like reduced to that because like when I was in DC last week my direct boss brought up like some podcast she was listening to and then she was like, well, I would love to, like, listen to your show. Um, and and I don't know, like, where... And again, they know about it, so I want to be, like, careful what I say. Like, I appreciate the sentiment there, but I don't know if I want my direct boss listening to me simp about Namjoon in explicit language for, like, two hours. You know what I mean? Like, 
there's still boundaries. So <laughs> it's not like shameful or I don't feel like bad about it. But having said whatever I said, like that ship has sailed. I do just like want to be cognizant about it and like other interactions. So I guess that's kind of outside of the scope of this question. But like, yes, family is supportive. They offer direct suggestions for the pod. Like my mom's constantly telling us we need to get like business cards or photo cards with our name on the back as our business cards. Like they, <laughs> they're backseat driving me, but I don't know if they actually like listen. Um, hey, hey fam, if you are listening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my friends all know and they've been great. Coworkers probably did not need to know. <laughs> Um, I did forget to mention that I do have other family that does know I have this podcast because I live with them for a certain period of time. So <laughs> there was no way they couldn't know. <laughs> right. So yeah, I live with my um an uncle for quite a bit when I moved up here to DC. Um, so they know that I have a podcast. My aunt like actively like interacts sometimes with like our posts on Instagram and stuff like that um and because i had the podcast i also helped her like set up podcasts with her um her like her children my cousins um (laughs) so so yeah like they know that i have it but i feel like for the most part i have just not told people about it i feel like a part of me is kind of like i want to protect this thing because i don't want to become that k-pop fan in their mind right like they already know that i like bts and like if i tell you that if i tell you that i have a podcast about bts like now what are you going to think about me and i just don't even want to like deal right like are you going to like annoy me even more about my like (laughs) like for bts right right um so yeah it's almost like something that i want to like protect so i can like continue to enjoy this without having the pressures of like other people like listening in on this and like commenting or like trying to like say something like i just want to feel free on this podcast as much as possible 100 i feel that yeah i feel that yeah i'm basically counting on like the length and frequency of our episodes to keep people from like listening (laughs) basically like our content can gate gatekeep itself, I guess, right? Like, <laughs> so my dad goes in and he's like, "Oh, what's Julie doing? Explicit rating, <laughs> two and a half hours." I feel like he's probably just like, "No, I'm good," <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for, at least. Um, I struggle with this too, and this is a broader tangent. Maybe we save it for the future, but like, on my like dating profile. So like I'm single and looking to mingle. Right. And I have like, you know, like something about my interests and like my hobbies. And, and in addition to all my other bazillion hobbies, I'm like, Oh, I have a podcast, but I haven't like elaborated specifically on what it is. But then like, obviously having seen it, it like comes up on dates and stuff. And so I'm like, again it's not that I'm ashamed like I'm gonna tell this guy but do like if we're on a first date is it one of the like first five things I want him to know like actually maybe it is one of the first five is it the top one though because again like people just reduce people to like one thing exactly exactly 
So I've, I I have it on there, but I don't know. Welcome your thoughts. <laughs> no, I've I've struggled with the same thing as well. Like, do I put this on here or do I like tell you right out the gate? Like, do I have a podcast? Not that I think it's like a deal breaker, but I think it could be like a fun thing to share. But also, like you said, I'm not trying to have you like stereotype me a certain kind of way because I have one. Um, but I've also been like, yeah, like, do I put this on my LinkedIn? Do I put this like on a resume? I mean, cause like we have certain skills off of this podcast that are like marketable, <laughs> right? Right. Like, if I was looking for a job or something like that, yeah, it would be a good thing to put down, but also, okay. I put it on LinkedIn. My current coworkers are going to know that I have the podcast and I already said, I'm trying to gatekeep that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm not entirely sure how to like navigate letting people know that I have this thing. I'm not ashamed of it in any kind of way, but it's like, I'm trying to protect my peace with this podcast. Right. (laughs) Do not bother me about it. Even though we're posting it on the internet for like anyone to listen to the people that are going to listen to, it's like a shared space for us. Right. And the people that listen to us. So it does feel like a safe space. Like, especially now that I'm away from the friend group on like a regular basis, like this is more or less my like main fandom outlet, you know? And I just, I agree with you. Like, I want to protect my peace. I want to have fun with this. I don't want to worry what XYZ person from accounting thinks about this or like the guy I just met. And like, I've been on some really bad dates. Like, This is not about that, but, like, borderline unsafe dates, right? Like, stay safe out there. Like, what if I had told that guy about it and he can find, like, all this information about me and my life, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, on the dating front, I do keep it, like, pretty general. Which is, like, really kind of annoying now that I think about it that I feel this way. Because men can have, like, a podcast on, like, the stupidest topics, right? They can talk about literally any and everything. And they are probably glad to tell people that they have their little dumb podcast where they talk trash about women. Or they just, like, rant on and on about sports in the same exact way that we talk about BTS, right? And, like, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine for them to be able to tell everybody that they have it. But, like, why do I feel like I have to gatekeep this podcast because I'm a BTS fan and I don't want people to, like, generalize me as a BTS fan or a K-pop fan? Like, that's annoying now that I think about it. (laughs) I know. I was thinking when we were talking, there's a lot that we've internalized that, like, we have to work through. But it's not even me because, like, if we are friends in real life, like, any of my core friends, like, if we're going to make time, this is what I was talking about. Clearly, one of my love languages is, like, quality time. Like, I'm going to sit and listen to you talk about your hobbies. But part of that is you sitting and listening to me talk about my hobbies. Exactly. Primarily BTS. Like, I'm sure... Most of my real life friends are like, I have heard far more about Kim Namjoon, this person I don't even know who he is, than I've ever cared to look like, like to know about, right? Like, but it's just like, it's totally fine. Like, in the context of our friendships, I feel no shame. I like the people I'm with, like, my friends got me like a K pop subscription box with like all BTS stuff for my birthday. And like people send me articles. And so it's not, it's, I don't feel like shame with them. It's, it's more like, I don't want broader society to like, tell me who I am. Right. I guess that's the issue. Right. And at this point, it's like a package deal. Like 
you're going to have to hear me talk about BTS at some point. Because like you said, like, this is a passion of mine. It's something that I enjoy. Like, if I had to sit here and listen to you talk about, like, the Cowboys football game, then I feel like the least you could do is, like, listen to me talk about, like, the BTS concert that I just watched. Like, <laughs> so I really should not be, like, gatekeeping this to some people as, as much as I do. I mean, maybe at work because it's work um but like yeah other people i'm like i could tell people that i enjoy this and like I mean, if you want to fight about it we could fight <laughs> it's purely your comfort level i'm not like sitting here trying to tell you what to do or to say i no, guess I'm you're just not yeah i don't have a problem with it it's more like i'm trying to head off people's dumb stuff and really the only thing i regret is like really telling the coworkers because i'm trying to head off dumb stuff well, right exactly <laughs> exactly i'm just like sitting here and thinking about it i'm like no i should be more open about this like <laughs> just thinking of myself and hearing myself talk about it out loud well in one point and i don't know if you want to cut this we could leave it in i'll keep the point general we made that like analytics deck of like all our stats and stuff and it was like good like imagine if we could put that on like i mean i don't I don't think this is a quantitative endeavor. Like we do this for fun, but the stats do look good. Right. So like if we could share that, like you were talking about someone with their little podcast slandering women or whatever, like we have like 10 X the streams that those guys will ever have. <laughs> and yet here we are, like, I don't know. What should we talk about? Like, what can we share? Like, right. It's such BS, but I'll end my rant there. Mm. Dang. Unpacking. <laughs> trauma <laughs> like and as like, women we always feel yeah. like we can't like enjoy the things that we enjoy because we're gonna get chat on for it essentially right which is annoying it's so annoying uh anyway next <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a great question thank you for asking it we kind of spiraled um <laughs> What was the simple thing you did that made creating the podcast immensely easier slash better than you waited to do and wish you had done way earlier? Quote, buying a new mic, end quote, will not be accepted as an answer. <laughs> you can tell this is an OG listener because at one point we were like, oh, I need to buy a mic. <laughs> and then like, that was before we had like the tears. That was before we had any money coming in. We were like, what do we do? Or more just because like, it seems like we need a new mic like every I don't know, like five months. Like there's also, something, yeah. <laughs> something. If it's not my mic, it's yours. Like <laughs> if, it's not, if it's not your mic, it's mine. So yeah, it's uh, always a struggle here. When on Sujita, when like Namjoon and Yoongi were talking about the mics they had like ten years ago, I was like, oh, that looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyway, what must it be like? <laughs> um. So for my answer is marketing the freaking podcast can i tell you that we like we personally gatekept this podcast so much and like that pre-pandemic era to the point that it's almost embarrassing like just like we didn't want to like share it with anybody like we didn't want to tell like anyone really that we had the podcast and then we were like well why do we only have like 30 followers like this isn't really like adding up like damn i wish we had more people listening to us well maybe if we like posted on like the internet that we have the podcast or we like told people that we have the podcast like 
people will probably listen to it. And I feel like since we started being more active on social media, um, being more like active with other podcasters, like doing collaborations and things like Mm. that, it pulls more people into their podcast to listen to it. I don't feel like our socials truly reflect like our listenership. Um, And so even if like, you know, I only get like a certain amount of like retweets or something like that, a certain amount of likes on a post, um, I still feel like inclined to post it because I know there's people that are on the timeline who may not interact with your post, but they might view it and listen to it. And like, that's where you get like additional numbers that you're not mm. seeing on the timeline, right? Like marketing obviously is important. That's why there's people that have freaking jobs to market things, right? <laughs> so like we have to like market ourselves, even if I don't always have the best strategies or like know the best way to actually promote this podcast because I am not like a social media marketer or like a marketer in general. Um but I feel like we try to do our best with promotion um these days. And I definitely think I've seen um an increase, right? Like you you listening right now probably would not have like known about this podcast if we didn't put it out there like (laughs) we can't just expect that like things were gonna just like organically people were just gonna stumble upon our podcast and find it like no we had to put ourselves out there so (laughs) i think that improved us for the better and that's really like mostly or i should say like all you like you're great at socials like you handle it on the day-to-day so I mean, credit where credit's due. That's amazing. I definitely wish I had more time to dedicate to it because some weeks I'm just like, I can't post it. Like, I can't post a clip from the podcast. Like, I just don't have time to like sit down and make it because it takes time to do all of these things, right? Or I'm just like, what's a better way that we can like market ourselves and stuff like that? So I'm always trying to like think of other methods. Um, I definitely could do better, but yeah, it is really important. This isn't like sponsored content, but I'm glad we switched over. Um, Do I love the current like hosting platform we're on? It's pretty good. Like there's things that could be better, but we're actually getting like ad revenue, right? Which isn't, it's not like, oh, I can live off this or like, it's not like a lot, but I mean, we're getting ad revenue, whereas before on the old one, we were paying for it. So like from a financial perspective, we had what, like two to three years of it just like coming out of our own pockets to like host all these episodes. And like you did get stuff for your money, but like when we're doing this as a hobby, it just like doesn't make sense. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, what what we were getting, was it worth the amount of money that we were paying for it each week? Especially because we were on like a certain plan and we would just find ourselves rolling over on that plan so many freaking times. A plot twist. <laughs> to, exactly. To the point where it was just like, this doesn't make any sense. And I feel like we looked at Anchor, but for some reason we were like, is this like real? Like, I don't know, whatever. We were like skeptical about it and we just didn't like come back to it. And we're like, we'll just stick with Buzzsprout. Worst decision, like just money thrown away for like no reason. Like we could have just been on a free platform. I don't know if Anchor was like as up to par as it is now mm-hmm. in 2022, but just like yeah, like, we we did not have to spend as much money as we so did. Stupid, honestly. Like I'm kind of mad even talking about it. Like it was so stupid I don't for know why years. 
It was literally until like what was it end of twenty twenty one? Like I could yes, a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like two years of of whatever. Really annoying. Um, and saw no profit at all. Like we were just really in the hole. <laughs> like honestly, are we still in the hole? Like, do you think? We I probably feel like are. <laughs> I feel like. Like, yeah, we're making money or like, yeah, we're doing these things. But like, honestly, I this is like my one percenter rant. Like, people are not making money podcasting unless it's like Joe Rogan. I don't even want to say his name unless it's like call her daddy. (laughs) Like, I don't know, like or like the Michelle Obama podcast, like. And the Michelle Obama podcast probably has resources that we can only dream of, right? Like, they, someone markets her stuff, like, professional sound editors. Like, this is truly, like, the most DIY thing that, like, we've ever, well, I won't speak for you, that I've ever done. Like, the marketing, the editing, we have to do it all. And sometimes it is, like you were saying, like, we're up at, like, 1 a.m. on a Wednesday trying to get it ready to drop at 7 a.m. on Thursday east coast time right like there's just things we're not going to be i i don't mean to sound defeatist when i say this right we are talking about like having a plan and overcoming obstacles but like there's just things with the resources we have that we're never going to do right so just like managing expectations or like accepting limitations was like a big learning you can only do what you can do yeah, like I wish we had the funds to be like, okay, we'll pay you to edit this and not us. <laughs> my dream. <laughs> my or number like, one dream. I'd pay you to like come up with some like social media marketing plan and like, I don't know, cute reels that we can make to put up to get like interactions with folks. I don't know, like <laughs> if I could pay somebody to do some of the things we do for the podcast, I 100% would. But like you said, there's probably a very small amount of people who are actually getting like paid enough to like do podcasting. Yeah. And maybe we could do better with like marketing or like in order to like get the ads or like, I don't know. We probably could do more, but that also requires more effort, which I feel like at this point we have like, we're at our limit of like what we can do <laughs> extra for this podcast, right? Otherwise, yeah. it would have to become like a full time job or like a full-time hobby like we don't have anything else going on in our lives right like the hot the, the podcast is all that we do we don't <laughs> it go out and enjoy anything else <laughs> real talk real talk it already feels that way sometimes like i love the pod but like you and i were trying to figure out last week like we were getting dinner with friends like when are we going to record and edit and then if there's a bonus episode like I don't mind it, but yeah, like you could always do more. It could always take more of your time because it's probably like three or four nights of the week that we work on this. Like we are definitely making below minimum wage. Not that it matters. And there's <laughs> not, well, I was going to say there's no tips, but like, I guess the Ko-Fi account is the tips. <laughs> yeah. But it's really not for the money though. It's it's not like if it was, you just wouldn't do it. If this was an economic decision, right, this would not right. exist. I would love for us to be able to do additional stuff. Like we've had ideas and things like that, but I feel like at this point, if we wanted to try to pursue those things, we would almost have to like quit our jobs in order to <laughs> like do that. And I don't think I'm ready to take that leap. <laughs> Not for our current payouts. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> um. I think as far as better, not easier, I agree with you on the doing interviews. Like, other people really enrich the podcast. Like, obviously, it's fun when we're, we do it and we're talking to each other. Like, I'm enjoying this episode. I enjoy most of the episodes we do. But there's just something special about, like, bringing someone on the show or, like, having a guest. It makes it feel more exciting or more – I don't want to say real. I don't know the word. Like, sometimes we're just, like, in our beds. I'm currently sitting on my bed, like, <laughs> recording. But, like, having someone else on is, like, a, the equivalent of, like, a school field trip or something. Yeah. I have another thing. Us doing this thing virtually. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> I we forgot about were that. Yeah. in person at one point when you were living in D.C. and, like, the amount of traveling that I personally was doing to like get over to your house. Like, and there's no way we would have been able to do that if we were like trying to record weekly and like edit at the rate that we do. Um, yeah. Cause this is like a three to four day process. There's no way. Like I was getting off of work and then like waiting around for like an hour or two for you to get off work and then like traveling over to your place from my job <laughs> and then like traveling back late at night like from your place like going through the streets of dc like <laughs> almost losing my car door mirror like just so much that could have been avoided if we had just i don't know i don't even know if virtual options were as um available as they are now you know with like zencaster and mm -hmm. zoom and all these other options like i'm sure they did exist but we had like no clue that it was even a possibility to do that and i wish that we could have because that is a simple thing that would have made our lives so much easier <laughs> yeah honestly talking about being in the hole <laughs> the amount of metro fare we probably spent because it was either you coming to me that was mostly what happened, like, me coming to you periodically, right? Yeah. Or, like, us meeting at some third space. Like, we always joke about this, but literally we recorded our first one in a taco shop, which was, like, the worst possible audio you could imagine. <laughs> and so, like, which, by the way, went back to that taco shop the last time I was in D.C., still fire um but i was like <laughs> being really cryptic and mysterious like this place has a lot of personal lore for me like who the <laughs> personal lore? like i'm so sorry to everyone that knows me in real life like i'm really sorry um but um anyway <laughs> yeah just like i don't know even when i was in dc this time and we recorded like yeah we met up but we weren't recording like we still recorded virtually just because, like, it's so much easier. Yeah. We need to go back to that shop one day and, like, record an episode. The anniversary <laughs> app. 100%. <laughs> we need to, like, tell them that, like, we started our podcast here. But, like, be really serious and, like, bring the mics that we have. <laughs> Just, like, really obnoxious. <laughs> With our laptops. Yeah. No, honestly. Well, it's funny because we went there and the Margs were so strong i was like am i just not drinking that much because it's the pandemic i was like this margarita i was like is it just me or like trying to play it coy <laughs> all of my coworkers were like these marks are so freaking strong so like <laughs> some of them didn't even drink theirs so anyway what we should do is we should 
go there for like one of the wilder girls with fun episodes drink a mark and like do our anniversary up and just like tell people in advance what it's gonna be yeah <laughs> that's uh, anyway um we drifted away from this question again um i guess we kind of answered this next question it's pretty similar to the other one um is there any crossover between the pod in your career career english the pod in your careers intentional or on um i'm trying to avoid crossover in my career at the moment <laughs> so i will say um unintentional in that i didn't mean to tell my coworkers. um but like i don't work in marketing i don't work in like sound engineering i don't work in social media so i would say it's very separate yeah i'm like other than just like general coordinating i would say no i'll keep it simple mm. no and i want to keep it that way <laughs> um what's a moment that you are especially embarrassed about that made it into an episode people are really trying to force us to relive our trauma <laughs> I didn't have I don't I don't have anything that I am like particularly embarrassed about. Um I have gone back and listened to our episodes before, but I don't have anything where I was like, "Oh my god, that is like so embarrassing." Like I can't believe I said that. Um I feel like we're pretty good at being like, "Yeah, like no we're cutting that." Like anything that we feel is like going to be embarrassing potentially in the future we're usually pretty good at being like yeah let's cut that out yeah um i have some things that like listening back to them i'm like uh we shouldn't have done that i I wish it was a little bit different but i'm not like i don't feel like existential dread like damn i can't believe i said that on the podcast like can we go back and edit that out um here's a few things mentioning the baby in any capacity like we had that one episode (laughs) And it was like BTS featuring the baby, which was funny then, but given events that have transpired since then, it's no longer funny. And so we edited that um, title um, so that it no longer says the baby in it um, because he's embarrassing. Um, The sound, like we said in like earlier episodes, not that we're without audio issues because we typically do have them like every episode, (laughs) like without fail. But I just mean like... There was just certain things like we were recording in like, (laughs) you know, certain rooms in your apartment building and like the air, the air was just going crazy. (laughs) Like the air was featuring on our podcast because it was so loud, right? Like, (laughs) like, pay the air con royalties. Yeah. Yeah. That is annoying. Um, uh, my mom, I mentioned that she did listen to the podcast like episodes early on. She was like, you curse a lot. And I was like, oh, dang, I do curse a lot. Maybe I should like dial it back a bit. And I feel like I've dialed it back somewhat, but I'm still not at a point where I don't curse at all. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like, hmm, yeah, reflection. Maybe I shouldn't curse as much on the podcast, <laughs> which is where like these bleeps come in every now and then when we decide to put them in when we can be bothered but like honestly there's no real rhyme or reason i mean sometimes i don't know 
it's like hard when you're editing a two hour video again maybe this is where professional would help and it's like the middle of the night and i'm like did i say crap or did i say some other word (laughs) exactly like at the 51 minute and 37 second mark so yeah i agree we've tried to scale it back and be like a little less unhinged we're definitely far from per well unhinged in the cursing sense we're definitely like far from perfect and like sometimes if it's really tight we're like we're just gonna leave this yeah and last one is like just general flubs of like for whatever reason i just suddenly can't talk anymore or i'm like mispronouncing words or i mean like using words incorrectly or i feel like i could have articulated myself better with like certain statements that i've made i'm like oh that's annoying um like last week i believed i called like the dishes namjoon had like as porcelain and i thought about it and i was like why did i say porcelain like i meant ceramic like who is eating <laughs> off of porcelain like that's like your finest china yeah june is only the poshest of yeah the that's just members. that's not yeah. regular and i'm like i meant ceramic why did i say that but like i can't go back and be like hey guys mm. i met ceramic <laughs> yeah. like it's just like little stuff like that that i'm like oh that's annoying <laughs> But not like, oh, my God, I want to, like, D-word because I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, yeah, the one I was thinking of was the baby reference. Um, I don't have that many things either. I don't know if it's, like, selectively blocking and self-protection or, like, you know how you, like, don't remember embarrassing things from your past sometimes is, like, a protection technique. And then someone's, like, remember that time? And you're, like, F, I didn't. But now that you're <laughs> talking about it, I do. Um, no, I mean, I'm generally a person that really overthinks things. So I think the fact that I don't have any major podcast regrets other than, like, what you mentioned, I agree with all of that, like, is pretty good. Um, I've been, like, slowly slowly but surely like editing some of the old episodes um but it's mostly just like nitpicky stuff there hasn't been anything super crazy i haven't posted them yet so this is still in the drafts do not like go back and listen (laughs) but um yeah i don't there's nothing like that crazy i mean there's definitely times where i'm like i don't want the average person listening to this like what we were talking about a safe space right like if i'm simping really hard like yeah it's stuff like that but it's not stuff that like i'm not like overly concerned i guess um i agree with you we do maybe not with the curse words but like when we're listening to like the flow of the conversation we do take stuff out um, that we think would be crazy. But even that, I feel like maybe you're, like, managing us better. But I don't feel like there's that much we cut. I do think we've gotten more honest as we go on. Yeah, um, I agree. Because I think in the beginning we were scared to say, like, anything remotely I don't even want to say controversial, but there is this culture of like, don't say anything bad. But then we kind of got to this like about a member or something the member has done. Right. But we're we were kind of like. What value? I sound so businessy. I'm not like this, am I? But like, what value (laughs) are we adding? Like, why have a podcast if we can't be honest about how we're feeling? Right. 
So I think that that strengthened us. Um, I was going to say sound issues as well. There's some, and maybe it's the air conditioner, um, but it's like wah, 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 <laughs> the whole time. And I'm like, I honestly don't know how like people listen to this because it would drive me insane. But kudos to all of the OGs that have done that. Like, I appreciate you. You're a real one. I might not even be that real. <laughs> yeah. Heads up if you haven't listened to older episodes, like just letting you know what you're getting into. <laughs> it's really messy. Not in like the emotional sense or what we say, but just like definitely learning as we're going um also i thought those rooms in my apartment building were soundproof only to realize they're really not so if (laughs) anyone used to live in that building like i'm really sorry (laughs) i mean it was like a working space in the building but like was it supposed to be quiet i don't know we're shouting about jungkook is a super saiyan or something and like yeah subjecting uh unwitting people to that um i will say there was something related to that what was it come back to me oh on the topic of messy um i don't think we're that messy but if the names sound messy it always has more streams which is just funny to me like people love the drama um and i'll leave it at that (laughs) (laughs) yeah All right, last question. Do you, Julie, have plans to return to DC? This is such a loaded question. Um, mm. I would for the right reason, or if like an amazing opportunity came up um, career-wise. But I don't currently have any plans to return to D.C. Um, That said, Pittsburgh's not that far from D.C. It's like a 45-minute flight. It's like a four-hour drive, uh, maybe four and a half or five with traffic, Um, which I know the Europeans are all scandalized right now. But for the U.S., that's not that bad. Um, Or like a train, but the trains are slow, but that's... (laughs) a different transportation rant that I won't get into. Um, I really miss my friends. I miss seeing Kalea regularly. I miss seeing our other friends in our group chat regularly. I make it a point to see everyone pretty much every time I'm in DC. Um, I miss the big group. Um, There are like army events here in Pittsburgh, but I haven't, there's people that I like, but I haven't really clicked with people in the way that I clicked with, like, our group and, and other people in, in D.C. So I'm I'm grateful to have had that experience. Um, When I was in D.C. last time, I mean, as evidenced by the tracks, it, the track, it was like constant sirens. Um, which is kind of par for a course in the city. I, like, hear them here, too. But, um... There was also a summit going on, so that, like, wasn't normal, to be fair. DC is really expensive. Um, like, really expensive. Um, the capital, East Coast, coastal cities. Um, the culture I was in in DC is, like, a, tran- a like young professional transplant. Um, 
was extremely competitive. And again, I don't know, do I have like some kind of competitiveness complex? It was like really hard to meet people and make friends. Um, It might be the case in any big city. And like Kalea cut me off at any time if I'm being too honest. But I felt like I met someone and it was like, who are you and what do you do? And in the same way we were talking about work earlier, like I... I don't really want work to be my entire identity. Like no doubt it's an important part of of our public perception and it's an important part of um our day-to-day living. Like it pays for our hobbies. Um it's where we spend most of our time, but everything just felt very superficial or very surface level and very like who are you and what can you do for me? And I really hated that. Um, So I don't think that's all of D.C. I think there's a lot of really beautiful communities in D.C. Um, I just happen to not be in that. So uh, basically my friend group, (laughs) this podcast, the BTS group was like highlights of my experience and would bring me back to D.C. But like every other thing, like the expensiveness, the loud, the noise, the like whatever all the other stuff is like kind of a past for me so is that does that sound fair <laughs> no i totally get it um yeah and living specifically in dc i feel like makes it even harder than like living in some suburb in maryland or virginia and like you said 100% like your relationships with people in DC are all about like networking and it's like, is this even real? Like, are we really making a connection at all right now? Or is it just like, I'm constantly on some like job networking spree with everyone that I meet in DC. Right. Every single interview, (laughs) every single interaction feels like a job interview. Right. It's just like exhausting. Like maybe I just have a hard time maintaining a professional front, but I would rather talk about anything else like BTS, for example, (laughs) but, but even with people, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I've seen plenty of people say the exact same thing about DC. So you're not alone. I mean, conversely though, there's a lot there that's amazing. Like, I don't know where this person's coming from with this question, but like food scene unrivaled pretty much. I mean, maybe by like other major cities, but like you have everything you could want. Um, the culture, like you have so much mu- so many museums, um, exhibits, concerts, usually <laughs> K-pop concerts are weird because it's like only New York and LA and sometimes Atlanta, right? So like hit up DC more often, but that seems to be changing. Um, Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot to recommend it. It's super diverse. There are good career opportunities. I mean, I basically launched my career there. Um, So, I mean, I don't know. It It can work for a lot of people, but it was just like wearing me down. Plus I do like to be close to my parents. It's that other question pointed out and they're little dogs. So, yeah yeah I had friends who like went to Howard like I was in grad school with them or like and they like loved DC so I think if you like went to college in DC or like had a community of people in some way it would feel way different than what I experienced I love DC from a distance (laughs) But yeah, I could totally see you 
um, like going to school there or something like that or being a native and really enjoying it or just having like a different personality where like yeah you're that extrovert that likes doing <laughs> yeah those kind of social things that you do in dc i think too if you're already successful um it would be great um i think also if you were on a mission um like if you had a very specific issue that's where like the movers and shakers are like if your whole life is about women's rights for example like you could do that from anywhere but the like lobbying component of being in dc or like access to decision makers would be like unparalleled so yeah there's a lot to recommend it i just don't think i personally was a good fit for it I also think if I moved back, I would definitely live in, like, Virginia or Maryland, to your point. Anyway, this person probably got more than they bargained for with that. (laughs) Well, that was the last question. And I just saw the time. We should definitely wrap this up. (laughs) Yeah, this episode is long AF, so... (laughs) Hope the Q&A was satisfactory. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because like literally last week we were like, do we have enough? Is it going to be like a long episode? (laughs) So thank you to everyone that submitted your questions. Yep. 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 Thank you so much for the support. All right. That'll do it for today's episode of Girls With Fun. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.